Welcome to the Wright Family Law Divorce Podcast with your host, Ellen Wright, family law attorney, divorce coach, entrepreneur, and motivational speaker, discussing all things divorce and helping you learn to keep the pain of separation from holding you back. And now, your host, Ellen Wright. Hello, and welcome to Episode 9 of the Wright Family Law Divorce Podcast. I'm your host, Ellen Wright, and today we're going to be discussing some tips on minimizing divorce trauma for children. Going through a divorce can be a tough experience for everyone involved, but especially for kids who may not completely understand the situation. Today, we're going to be sharing some of my top tips on how to comfort your children and help them navigate through this difficult time. Divorce is, no doubt, challenging for everyone in a family dynamic but it can be particularly hard on the children. They may feel that their world has been turned upside down and they may struggle to understand what is happening. As a parent, it's essential to create a supportive environment that helps your child feel safe and In this podcast, we're going to be discussing some top tips to help you minimize divorce trauma for your children. Tip number one, create a supportive environment. First and foremost, it's important to create a supportive environment for your child. Children often feel lost and confused during a divorce, and it's important to assure them that they are loved and that they are not to blame for the situation. You can do this by having open and honest conversations with them, answering their questions, and giving them space to express their feelings. Letting them know it's okay to be sad, angry, or confused can also help them feel more comfortable. I know when my parents were getting divorced as a kid, it was hard for me. I blamed myself for my parents' divorce. And these feelings really spilled over into my later life, even as an adult. So it's super important to make sure that uh, kids don't internalize the blame for parents divorcing. A lot of times they may feel like they caused the breakup or they somehow could have prevented it. As parents, it's crucial to reassure your children that they are not responsible in any way for this. You can do this by explaining to them that sometimes grownups have disagreements and that it's not their fault. Tip number two, maintain a consistent routine. Another helpful tip is to maintain a consistent routine for your children. Divorce often brings significant changes to a family's dynamic, which can be stressful for kids. Establishing a consistent schedule can provide children with a sense of stability and predictability, which can help them feel more secure during this time. It's also important to continue with activities and traditions that your family used to enjoy together, such as game nights or weekend hikes, as this can provide your children with a sense of family and security. Although they can't really understand what's going on in a lot of situations, They can often feel the negativity between their parents, and it directly affects their mental health and their perception of the family. Although it's not appropriate in every situation, it should be a common practice for both parents to share an equal amount of time with the kids. A set parenting schedule should be put in place, and best efforts should be made to stick to that agreed-upon schedule. Children are already under a lot of pressure, and they may feel confused, scared, and unsure about what's happening around them if the parenting schedule is in a constant state of flux. 
Likewise, parents must communicate directly with each other and not use the kids as a conduit for communication. It's also important to note that the pressure to choose a favorite parent can have severe consequences to a child's mental health. It can lead to feelings of guilt, anxiety, and stress, and it can even cause depression. Children may also feel torn between their loyalty to each parent, which can create a sense of disloyalty or betrayal. To avoid this, it's crucial to focus on the child's best interests and encourage them to maintain healthy relationships with both parents. Parents should try to work together to create a supportive and stable environment for their children, which includes co-parenting effectively, while establishing and maintaining boundaries, and establishing a consistent routine for the kids. During a divorce, it can be super challenging for kids to adjust to the changes in their family life. Establishing a new normal may take some time, but maintaining a consistent routine can help your child feel more connected and secure. One way to maintain routine and structure is to keep your child's regular activities in place. This is not a good time to go adding extracurriculars or making any material changes to their schedule. If your child attends after-school clubs, spends Saturdays with friends, or has a favorite midweek meal, try to keep these activities as consistent as possible. This can help your child feel a sense of familiarity and continuity in their life, even as their family goes through a significant change. Creating a structured routine can also help reduce stress and anxiety for both parents and children. When everyone knows what to expect and what is expected of them, it can help minimize conflicts and misunderstandings. It's also going to provide a sense of stability and predictability in a time of grave uncertainty in a child's mind. When establishing a routine, it's essential to consider your child's needs and preferences. Involve them in the process as much as possible and try to accommodate their interests and hobbies. For example, if your child enjoys playing sports, make sure they have time to continue on with these extracurricular activities that they really like to do. It's also essential to communicate with your ex-partner and work together to create this consistent routine for your child. This can minimize confusion and conflicts and ensure that both parents are on the same page regarding their child's activities and needs. Sometimes this can require sacrifices of both parents. Work schedules may have to be adjusted. Weekend plans may have to be rearranged. But this is a small price to pay to keep your child's mental health protected during a time when they're probably feeling worried, feeling uncertain, and scared as their family goes through a significant change like a divorce. Studies show that maintaining regular activities and creating a consistent routine provides a sense of familiarity and stability in a time of uncertainty. It's important to involve your child in the process and work collaboratively with your ex to establish a routine that meets your child's needs and preferences and works and accommodates everyone else's schedule as best you can. Tip number three, don't use your kids as an emotional support. During a divorce, it can be really easy to turn to your kids for emotional support, even inadvertently. However, it's important to remember that your children are also going through a difficult time, and they're not going to be equipped to handle the burden of your adult emotions. While it's natural to draw strength from their love, relying on your children for emotional support can have really negative consequences. 
Instead of relying on your kids and talking to them about what's going through your head, what's going through your heart, seek support from other sources, such as friends, family, or a professional counselor. These individuals can provide a safe space for you to express your feelings and work through the challenges of the divorce without burdening your children. Kids just don't have the emotional bandwidth and the emotional maturity that adults have. And talking about the divorce to them, letting them overhear conversations you might be having with other friends and family about the divorce. Children are like little sponges, right? Sometimes they're just absorbing things around them, and we don't even really know what they're picking up. I know sometimes my kids have come out with stuff. And I'm just like, wow, you heard that? I mean, they're just little ears are ready to just absorb whatever they can. So be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of what your kids are hearing and do all you can not to use them as an emotional crutch or an emotional support. Tip number four, acknowledge the sad. It's common for parents going through a divorce to want to paint the situation as happy or better for everyone involved, including their kids. However, it's essential to take the time to acknowledge to your child that divorce is sad, it is frustrating, and it's a confusing experience. If you're sweeping your child's negative emotions under the rug or dismissing them, you may be inadvertently communicating to your child that their emotions aren't valid or they're not important. This can make them feel even more isolated and unsure of how to process their feelings about the divorce. Instead, it's essential to validate your child's emotions and let them know that it's okay to feel sad, frustrated, and confused during this time. By acknowledging their emotions, you can create a safe space for them to express themselves and work through their feelings in a healthy, positive way. When you acknowledge your child's emotions surrounding the divorce, you're helping them feel heard and understood. This can be especially important if your child feels like they have little or no control over the situation or if they're struggling with feelings of sadness, anger, or confusion. Remember, divorce can be a major life event for children, and it can have lasting effects on their emotional well-being. By creating a safe space for your child to express themselves and process their emotions, you can help them feel more stable and more secure as they navigate their new normal. In addition to acknowledging your child's emotions, it can also be super helpful to provide them with as many resources and supports as you can find. This might include seeking professional guidance from a family therapist or counselor who can help your child work through their emotions and provide them with coping strategies. In some situations, children might need family counseling with one parent or both parents, depending upon what the family dynamic is and what the conflict landscape looks like. It's different for every family. Letting children validate their feelings and express their thoughts and emotions in a therapeutic environment with both of their parents is going to move mountains in terms of ameliorating a lot of the feelings of insecurity, worry, and sadness. Tip number five, prevent the spread of stress. Divorce can bring about many stressful situations, including a lot of financial concerns and other issues that might be completely overwhelming for adults. Well, imagine how your child must feel. It's important to be mindful of the impact that discussing these issues can have on the kids. Children are very perceptive, and they can easily pick up on their parents' emotions, stress levels, and conversations. 
If they overhear you complaining or stressing about financial concerns or other issues related to the divorce, they may start to internalize these anxieties and their fears. This can lead them to feeling like they have to take on a more adult role in fixing the problems, which can be completely overwhelming and stressful to them. It's important to find a balance between acknowledging the challenges of divorce and shielding your children from unnecessary stress and anxiety. This may mean having to have your conversations privately with friends or in a therapeutic environment with your counselor to discuss these concerns rather than discussing them in or around your children or in an area where your children might be privy to overhear these conversations. Remember, your children are not responsible for fixing adult problems, and they shouldn't feel like they have to take on that role. By protecting them from these unnecessary stresses and anxieties, you can help them feel more secure and supported as they get used to their new family dynamic. Another way to avoid burdening your children with adult concerns is to establish clear boundaries around what you will and will not discuss with them. While it's important to be honest with your children about the challenges of divorce, it's equally important to avoid oversharing or burdening them with adult concerns. Sometimes children are curious. Sometimes they want to ask questions that have answers that would hurt them if they actually knew what the answer was. So there may be times where you need to be open and honest with them, but there are other times to be guarded and protect children from information that would not help them, but would only hurt them. Are you concerned that your divorce is damaging your kids? Think again and stop worrying. Discover the unbelievable truth about how divorce can actually help your children thrive. Download our free e-guide and learn the top five hidden benefits to build a stronger family despite divorce. Put your kids first by clicking the link in the show notes and get your hands on a copy today. If your child starts asking a lot of private questions that contain information that they really just don't need to know, it would be helpful to redirect or refocus the conversation on the positive aspects of life and your child's lives during this time. It can also help create a sense of normalcy and stability amid the upheaval of divorce. Encouraging your children to participate in the activities they enjoy, talking about the activities with them, spending quality time with them, and focusing on their well-being can all help alleviate the stress and anxiety that they might be feeling that prompts these difficult questions at sometimes inopportune times. Tip number six, understand your child's hidden emotions. To better understand your child's emotions, as a parent, you can help them identify and name their feelings. Neuroscience research shows that naming emotions has a calming effect on the amygdala, which is the part of the brain responsible for processing emotions and increases the activity in the prefrontal cortex. This is also the part of the brain which is responsible for decision-making and problem-solving. Naming emotions helps children develop neural pathways for managing strong emotions and making good judgments. A feelings chart or an emotions chart is a visual aid that helps both children and adults learn to identify and express their emotions. Feelings charts connect basic emotions like sadness with more complex feelings like loneliness to help kids deepen their understanding of themselves. 
The findings of the 2009 Stress in America survey highlight the importance of communication and understanding between parents and their children. It's crucial for parents to actively listen to their kids and engage in open, non-judgmental communication in order to gain a better understanding of their children's emotional experiences. Parents can encourage healthy coping mechanisms for their children, such as mindfulness and relaxation techniques, physical exercise, and creative outlets. By teaching children how to effectively manage stress and emotions, parents can help their children develop important life skills that will serve them well throughout their lives. This Stress in America survey also gives an important reminder that children's emotional experiences may not always align with what their parents assume they are experiencing. It's important for parents to actively communicate with their children and remember that their parents' perception is not always the kids. Parents need to educate themselves on potential stressors and coping mechanisms and provide supportive and understanding environment for the kids to navigate the ups and downs of their divorcing family. Tip number nine, help your kids find words for their feelings. When children experience emotional turmoil, it can be challenging for them to put their feelings into words. Young children just don't have the vocabulary and a lot of times they just don't know what they're feeling. As a parent, you can help your child by being attentive to their moods and encouraging them to express themselves. You might start by naming some emotions that you notice in your child, such as, I can see that you're feeling sad right now. This can help your child to learn to identify and label their emotions. You can also try to create the safe and supportive environment for your child to share their feelings. Encourage them to talk to you and let them know that you are there to listen without judgment. Help them understand that all emotions are normal, and there's no such thing as a good feeling or a bad feeling. Feelings are just that feelings. Let kids know that it's okay to feel not okay and that it's important to express themselves, but it has to be done in healthy ways. You might also suggest other outlets for expressing their emotions, such as drawing or writing in a journal. By helping your child find words for their feelings, you can empower them to better understand and manage their emotions. This can lead to better communication and a stronger parent-child relationship as time progresses. Parents should also consider seeking professional help for their children if they are struggling to cope with the emotional impact of the divorce. Typically, a child's fear during a divorce might manifest itself through a process known as shutting down. This is when kids isolate themselves emotionally and physically, spending more time in their rooms or out of the house. In some cases, they might appear more secretive. As a parent, you can help your child by being attentive to these behaviors and getting professional help when necessary. This could include therapy or counseling, or even just talking to the child's pediatrician for advice and guidance. Psychologists generally agree that the potential of an emotional trauma like divorce more often affects kids when they are between the ages of 3 to 15 years old. Once a child goes through puberty, there's more potential to accept and understand their parents' divorce rather than that of younger children. Remember that the emotional impact of divorce looks different for kids at different stages in their lives. Divorce 
always creates emotional turmoil for the entire family. But this is most true for kids. Young children typically struggle to understand why they have to go between two households. They might worry that if their parents can stop loving each other, that someday their parents are just going to stop loving them. Grade school kids may worry that the divorce is their fault. They're sort of the demographic that internalizes and compartmentalizes and blames themselves. Sometimes they fear that they misbehaved or they did something wrong that prompted their parents to divorce. And then we've got the teenagers that quite often become angry about divorce and they have strong opinions and in a lot of situations, outrage. Maybe they blame one parent over the other because of the divorce, or maybe they resent both parents equally for the family upheaval. Feelings come in all shapes and sizes. And in any given situation, what one five-year-old might not be what another five-year-old is feeling. What one 11-year-old might not be what another 11-year-old is feeling. And there are some situations where there's so much fighting and animosity in the household That's, you know, sometimes there are situations where kids are actually relieved. Once the parents separate households, they're actually doing better and they're thriving because of the reduction in the toxic atmosphere in the house. Another important tip to calm and help kids going through a divorce situation is to use consistent discipline if you can. Sometimes Parents can't get on the same page about discipline and age-appropriate rules. But wherever possible, through positive co-parenting and putting the kids as the priority, following through with consequences for bad behavior and punishing where appropriate is going to help the kids. Not only does it reestablish and reaffirm routine and structure and stability, i.e. mom and dad are in charge, we're still the rule makers, not you, but it helps these kids rely on a hierarchy that is outside of themselves, that the burden isn't theirs, that the situation isn't out of control. Mom and dad are still punishing me, so they must be still in control, not me. A study published in 2011 showed that effective discipline after divorce actually reduced delinquency and improved academic performance in kids of divorced families. And remember, while you want to help your kids feel safe and secure, teach them those important coping skills for later life, we want to use this opportunity to empower the children, empower them. Kids who doubt their ability to deal with these changes and who see themselves as helpless victims caught up in the situation are more likely to experience mental health problems during this period of transition and in later life. So it's important to teach your child that even though divorce is hard and dealing with this life change is difficult, you need to let kids know that they have the mental strength and the mental fortitude to handle it. You know, the Oxford Dictionary defines empowerment as the process of becoming stronger and more confident, especially in controlling one's life and claiming one's rights. When we empower our children, we're guiding them to feeling valued. 
They're guided towards feeling capable and they're taught to realize that they play the role of a creator and maker of their own lives and futures. They're taught to captain their own ship, so to speak, and to take ownership and responsibility. Challenges in life, especially a family divorce, can make kids stronger or make them want to quit. And this is an opportunity to really teach your kids that this divorce doesn't define them and that their voice matters. Teaching them, again, the personal boundaries and not to hide their feelings is going to develop a strength and character in their lives that could carry over into careers and other difficult relationships that they might have in later life. And my final tip is to enter any new relationship with a romantic partner with extreme care. Parents have to be extremely careful when going into a new romantic relationship with a new partner. They've got to make sure that the person that they're getting involved with is open and accepting to an extended family, including both biological parents of the kids. This would also mean expect accepting ex-spouses. Some of the most painful family court cases I deal with are when we've got a toxic girlfriend or boyfriend involved that really doesn't have any sort of respect for the former spouse or the parent of the child and is just sort of in it for themselves. They either want to commandeer the family or alienate the child and the other parent. The best dynamics, the dynamics where I see children absolutely thrive are when new partners can coexist and get along and maybe even be friends with the exit. Parents need to understand and accept the fact that whether they like it or not, there is now an extended family. And it is in the best interest of the children for everyone involved to be accepting of one another while setting and respecting clear boundaries for everybody else. This models healthy boundaries for future relationships. Kids see this and they will mirror it, almost guaranteed in later life. If the parent's separation is fresh, if you have left your ex and the separation is still relatively new, a lot of judges look at sort of six months or less, you need to consider the fact that kids are feeling the divide. They feel it. And they're crushed in a lot of cases by the emotional burden of losing both parents. Introducing them to a new intimate partner in a lot of cases can make matters worse. And with a fresh separation at that particular stage, kids more often than not need both parents in their life to focus on them and help bring some normalcy to the situation and um, help diminish the stress of the situation. So parents should really take their time before introducing kids to a new partner. While adults have the right to move on with their lives and be happy, it's important to make sure that the new relationship is stable and that it's long-term before involving the children. Introducing a new partner too soon can also cause a lot of anxiety and confusion for kids, especially if they're still holding out hope that their parents are going to reconcile. It's also important that parents not make the mistake 
of making their kids feel like they have to choose between their parents and a new partner. This can create a lot of stress and anxiety for kids. Instead, parents should focus on building positive relationships between all parties involved and prioritize the needs and the well-being of the kids above all else. Lastly, I'm going to close with this one thought. Adult life is hard and things don't always go as planned. And later in life, people realize that they're not compatible. That's just a reality. The decision to end a marriage is a difficult one, to say the least, and it takes a huge emotional toll on the adults involved. When there's kids involved, the impact and the consequences of this decision increase exponentially. How children react to the separation of his or her parents varies, depending on the age. But typically, we know that more often than not, children are going to feel some combination of fear, anger, and even guilt over their parents' separation. No matter what your relationship may have looked like with your ex, that does not define what it's going to look like in the future. And the fact of the matter is that you've got kids, and that in and of itself is a fact that's never going to change. Putting the children's best interests at the forefront of your divorce is paramount. And every good decision that's made will be a fruit stemming from that decision to keep your kids' best interests again, at the forefront. And remember, a good divorce is always better than a bad marriage. Stay well, guys. Thanks for joining us today. Remember, the Right Family Law Divorce Podcast is not legal, financial, or tax advice, nor should it be construed as such. We recommend that you consult a qualified legal or tax professional before making any decisions about any of the topics discussed in our broadcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe. To catch all the latest from the Wright Family Law Group, sign up for our email list and newsletter on our website at wrightfamilylawgroup.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.